Welcome to the Church of Philadelphia podcast. Get ready for this message to ignite your faith as the power and love of God is shared through his word. Theme of our watch night services, we've been talking about encounter. That's supposed to be the theme, encounter. And when you understand what the word encounter means, it's talking about a meeting or an opportunity. But I like this definition right here, when you come face to face. So what is God trying to give you an opportunity to meet with him, to come face to face with him before you cross over into 2023? Now, the Bible tells us, it's a, we, now we are guilty. Most of us as believers, we're guilty saying he inhabits the praises of his people. No, the Bible says he inhabits the praises of Israel or Israel. Right? Now, I wasn't born into the Jewish or the Hebraic nation. But because I've been blood-bought, I'm a spiritual Hebrew. You got the, I'm a spiritual Hebrew. And his word says that he inhabits the praises of Israel, his people. When you begin to, and you, you and I begin to lift up praise, our praise begins to become a throne for God to come and sit upon, to dwell amongst us. So when you know why you praise and who it is that you praise, you don't care what you look like. You don't care what you sound like. You don't care what you've been through. You understand, let God be praised. Why? Because he's trying to give me an opportunity to meet him face to face. Where where is your hallelujah? Where is your hand clapping? Where is the shaking of the tambourines? Where is somebody leaping for joy? And where is somebody throwing their head back and opening up their mouth and giving God praise? Because our God, he's worthy of the glory forever. He's worthy of the glory forever. He's worthy of the praise. Come on, y'all take your seats. Take your seats. Take your seats before I get into the word. Take your seats. Take your seats in Jesus' wonderful name. I bless the name of the Most High God. Thank God for the opportunity. I'm going to go ahead and give this disclaimer that I don't know how this is going to go. We're going to let God have his way. That's what I will say. Now, we have tried to prepare now. In preparing, in preparation, I'm supposed to have help, but I don't know if my help will get a chance to get up here. (laughs) Well, we're going to let God do what he does and and be who he is. Amen. That's all we're saying. Amen. And I'm excited about as we're approaching the year 2023, there was a nervous excitement, but it's a good excitement about what God is going to do and about some of the things that God is going to speak. And y'all know uh, the Hebraic is 5783, right? And so we're going to give you some significance about that and what God is speaking about that. Amen. And so this is the portion of the service where we are looking for God to speak to us. Amen. I know I had y'all take y'all seat. I know I had y'all take y'all seat, but it's customary. We want to just stand real quick for the reading of God's word, right? If you got your Bibles, y'all know with me, y'all know with me, regardless of your age, your weight, your flexibility, I don't care. You get to be gymnast with me. Amen. We're going to flip over to the book of Genesis, chapter number 24. Genesis, chapter number 24. And in the perfect 10 on verse number 52. Amen. When you have it, say amen. Genesis, chapter 24, verse number 52. Amen. And here begins the reading of God's holy word. It says, 
And it came to pass that when Abraham's servant heard their words, he worshiped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. And the servant brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment and gave them to Rebekah. He gave also to her brother and to her mother precious things and did eat. And they did eat and drink. And he and the men that were with him and tarried all night. And they rose up in the morning and he said, send me away unto my master. And her brother and her mother said, let the damsel abide with us a few days, at least 10. After that, she shall go. And he said unto them, hinder me not, seeing the Lord have prospered my way. Send me away that I may go to my master. And they said, we will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. And they called Rebekah and said unto her, wilt thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. And they sent away Rebekah, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said unto her, Thou art our sister, be thou the mother of thousands, of millions, and let thy seed possess the gate of those which hate them. And Rebekah rose in her damsel, and they rode upon the camels and followed the man. And the servant took Rebekah and went his way. And Isaac came from the way of the willow, the higher Roy, for he dwelt in the south country. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the evening time. And he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. You can be seated in the presence of our living God. And, and the title of the text that we're going to be working with on tonight is titled, The Camels Are Coming. Amen. The Camels Are Coming. It is, I promise it's going to make sense. If you, if you allow me and let God do what he's going to do, it's going to make sense. Amen. And let me just give you a little context of how we got here as God was speaking again significantly. The Hebrew gift 5783, when you break that down, the, the number 80 means it's or the numerical value for this is paid. Uh, uh, which means mouth. And we told you on last year that this entire decade is going to be dealing with something of the mouth. Amen. Something that is tied to the mouth. And so when you look at this, the word 80, taking 80 from 83 in the year 5783 of the Hebrew calendar year, right? Pay. 80, the numerical value is pay, meaning mouth. Three, it, it speaks, that's the numerical value of that number. It points to the Gimel, the Hebraic letter Gimel, which means camel. So what we're talking about is the camel of the mouth. It's what God is saying for this upcoming year, the camel of the mouth, the camels of the mouth. And so we're going to try to break this down and make it make sense. Right. So understand the camels are coming. Amen. The camels, the camels are coming. And, 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 and it's funny now. Our focus scriptures were that of, of verses 52 through 63. But. In order for contextual purposes, I'm going back to verse number one, right? So you can get an understanding of what was taking place in this particular chapter, right? Now, as we land at verse number one, the Bible says, And Abraham was old and well stricken in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things, right? And it says that Abraham said unto his eldest, his eldest servant of his house that ruled over all that he had put i pray thee thy hand under my thigh his eldest servant a servant is someone that's basically a member of the family right a member of the family now we understand abraham has one son that is isaac who's known as the promise whose name means laughter right so god god is going to give you an opportunity to laugh at some things that happened in 2022 amen uh, you you don't even understand i, I appreciate that right He's going to give me an opportunity to laugh at some stuff. Some stuff that I was crying about, I'm a, when I get in 2023, I'm going to laugh about some stuff. You understand? I won't cry about that no more. But, but, but you got to understand that right there, I'll laugh at that right there. It upset me in 2020. 
Y'all don't, y'all. It upset me in 2023, but oh, when I cross over to 2023, uh, I'm going to laugh about that right there. Oh, I'm going to be able to joke about that right there. I know you weren't able to joke about it and laugh about it. You had to cry some tears and wipe your eyes many your nights, but oh, in 2023, you'll watch a manifestation come to pass. Understand, he, he's the promised seed, right? And his name, his name means laughter. So you got to understand. He had this one son, but yet this, this servant was a member of the family. And he gives this responsibility to the servant, right? To the servant. And he tells him, he says, look, come and put your hand on the Matthai. And he break custom. This is, an, this is how you make an oath. This is one of the ways where you come into covenant agreement with somebody, right? Now, think about this here. A lot of times when people preach the scripture where Jacob wrestled with the angel or wrestled with God, per se, right? Most of us, we talk about how his, 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 his thigh, the hollow of his thigh was knocked out of place. We want to talk about that, how God changed his thigh and all that stuff. But we overlook the fact that the angel or God touched the hollow of his thigh, denoting that God was coming in covenant agreement with him. I gave you a word and listen, I'm going to bring it to pass. Uh, I, I might have to shift some things in order to do it, but I'm going to bring the word to pass. Uh, you might not look the same, but I'm going to bring the word to pass. Uh, you might have to change a little bit, but guess what? I'm going to bring the word to pass because I, the Lord God, am coming in covenant agreement with you, right? So I want you to see that's one of the ways, it, according to Hebrew customs and principles, that's one of the ways that they come into covenant agreement, covenant oath with one another, right? So he has the servant come and put his hand underneath his thigh. He says, I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell. So where I'm dwelling, you cannot give my son a wife from these particular people. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot. And so you got to be careful of where you choose or who finds you. Where they are from, you got to be careful. Oh, y'all don't want to talk to me about that right there. Because see, nowadays, y'all are so desperate. You want to be in a relation with any and everybody. You just wanted to accept anything. You wanted to accept anybody. For the sake of, because I understand we're still in cuffing season. For the sake of, I'm tired of being alone and I'm tired of being lonely. So you know what? I will compromise for him. I will compromise for her. You understand? It, I, I, I don't plan to be that long. I just don't want to, listen, I can't go in a new year. I can't go in a new year single. You understand? Listen, you don't understand. They about to, they about to cause you to be distracted. They about to cause you to be distracted. But he said, but thou shalt go into my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto my son. Go to my own people. Go to my own people and bring my son back to wife. Now, he's given his responsibility to the servant, someone who's actually would be overlooked, per se. Because we think about somebody like Abraham, a man of, of stature, a man of influence, a man of wealth, right? Think about this. Here. He has a servant, but he's sending his servant on his behalf to speak on his behalf and not just speak on his behalf, but bring his son back a wife. Look at this responsibility. Someone who, 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 if another person of, of, of influence were to come in the presence of Abraham, he's not going to acknowledge the servant. Because the servant is a nobody. Do you know somebody? Can you relate? You're a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody. <laughs> Y'all don't want to talk to me, right? Uh, he, he's a nobody, but it's just like us. He now has the full authority of Abraham to speak on his behalf. And whatever the servant says, 
is as if Abraham is actually there speaking himself. So this is what I want you to understand, right? So he tells them, no, no, no. He says, Abraham said to him, beware. No, I, and I'll skip the verse. Hold up. I'm on verse. What verse I'm on, y'all? I'm on five. Thank you for helping me preach this thing. And the servant said unto him, peradventure, the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I needs bring thy son again unto the land from whence thou came? Listen. So if the woman that I find doesn't want to come back, do I bring your son back to this land? Keep that in mind. Do I bring your son back to this land? If the woman decides that she does not want to come and marry, but do I bring your son? In other words, to present your son. And Abraham said unto him, beware that thou bring not my son there again. Don't you bring my son back to that place. What is he saying? Because you got to remember, remember, Abraham was called from God to come out of this place to Mesopotamia. I'm calling you out of this place because there was a land that I'm going to give you. There were some places my children can't visit that I lingered in. Oh, y'all don't want to talk to me. There were some things that I've gone through. My children cannot go through that. Like they say, the buck stops here. I went through that so you don't have to go through that. See, see, some of y'all got to stand up. For those of us who got children, you got to stand up and get like Abraham. Oh, don't you take my child over there. My child cannot go through that. My child cannot experience that. No, the devil is alive. They will not go through that right there. They won't experience that level of heartbreak. They won't experience that level of poverty. No, they won't. That perversion that I dealt with, oh, they won't experience that. Y'all know what I'm saying. See, some of us are touched, but my child, none of my children will ever have to experience being touched. So the Lord God of heaven, which took me, look at Abraham, tell him, God took me. From my father's house and from the land of my kindred, which he spake unto me and swear unto me, saying, Until I see will I give this land, and he shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son. So listen, giving you this assignment, God's going to send his angel. Listen, your way is going to be prosperous. And if the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this my oath. Only bring not my son there again. If the woman does not come. If she makes a decision not to come, this will relinquish the oath that we have made. It will make you become clear of this debt, basically, or this oath that you have come in agreement with. But he tells him again, too, as a witness, do not bring my son to that place, though. Oh, see, y'all don't see the danger of that right there. Well, the enemy is trying to bring your children, your seed into a place that God has called you out of, God has brought you out of, but the enemy has the same trap laid for your children. He said, and the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swore him concerning that matter. I'm coming into covenant agreement with you concerning your son, right? And the servant took 10 camels. What was the title? The camels are coming. He took 10 camels, right? Of the camels of his master and departed for all the goods of his master and departed for all the goods of his master were in his hand. He took 10 camels 
And all the valuable things that his master had, he sent with this servant with the 10 camels. Right? Do you see this? For all the goods of his master were in his hand, and he arose and went to Mesopotamia unto the city of Nahor, right? And he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of water at the time of evening, evening, even the time that the women go out to draw water. Now look at this servant. He's strategic. He, he set himself by the well because he understood this is where the women got to come. At evening time, the women are going to come to draw water. So I'm going to place myself so I can be seen by the women. Strategy. See, some of y'all got to be, listen, he has not found you because you have not strategically placed yourself where you could be seen. Oh, y'all don't want to talk. Y'all don't, y'all, you, you see it. You're not being strategic, and you can, because the Bible says, when a man findeth a wife. Now, you keep going over here. And you keep going over here. Because <laughs> it feels good, or it feels right, or you think this is what you're supposed to do. Now, what did God say? This man had instruction. He was on assignment and he strategically placed himself where he would be seen, where the women could seek him. You can't miss me because you got to come to the well. Now, the well is significant, right? Because you got to understand. Remember, we told you the significance of this year, 5783, pay the notes mouth, right? When you're talking about a well, well, right? It's, 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 it's in reference to a mouth, an opening, a mouth. So if we look at this strategically or spiritually, he strategically placed himself to hear the word of the Lord. See, most of y'all are not strategically placing yourself near the well to hear God. And you wonder why you keep missing it or you wonder why it's taking so long because you have not strategically placed yourself one, by the mouth of God, so that when God speaks, you can hear. But I'm not, am not, not am I only by your mouth to hear you speak, God, but I strategically place myself to be seen. You got to see me, God. It's not enough for you to speak, but you got to see me also, God. Right? And so think about this. Now, when you talk about camels or think about camels, domesticated camels, right? And in the Eastern culture, right? Eastern part of the world, they're common animals common animals, low-bearing animals carry, you know, uh, uh, whether it be carrying individuals or whether it's actually carrying the load, which we see in scripture. He, he's carrying all the load of his master that, that's pertaining to his values. He's, he's carrying this with the 10 camels, right? So we see what these camels tend to be, their purpose tend to be, right? Common. But I want you to see everything that God has created, that has life, God has created everything with the wheel down to animals. But those of you who got animals, if you have not put your animals in some type of obedient school, your, your pet will show you that it has a will of its own. Am I, am I talking right? Right, you'll say sit and that, he'll look at you like, <laughs> right? See, I'm a dog person, I can't have a cat because see cat, they, they, they look at you like you live walking around in their house. It's your house that they live in, but they'll look at you like you walking around in their house. They be jumping up all on the counter. And see, you, you, you are, no, no. I can't have a cat, right? But I'm telling you, y'all understand what I'm saying? Animals have a wheel. I'm pointing that out for a reason. He strategically 
made his camels kneel down in a posture of bowing down. Something that has a will became subject to the person that was given instruction. At the strategic place, the well or the mouth of God, right? So it says that he made his camel, verse number 11, and he made his camels to kneel down without the city by your well of the water at the time of evening, evening, even the time when the women go out to draw water. Keep that in mind. The women come out around this time to draw water. This is where it gets interesting, right? Verse number 12, the servant, someone who appears to be insignificant, right? But he's praying. See, you can't overlook the people that you think are insignificant because they they got the ear of God. <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all, see, you so you, you too busy looking at the person who's charismatic and, and listen, they capture your attention. They command the, everybody's presence when they come into the room. But listen, see, I was one of the ones that were insignificant, but I had the ear of God. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. Verse number 12, he says, and he said, oh, Lord, what is happening? The servant is actually praying. He said, oh, Lord, God of my master, Abraham. Have you ever been there? Where somebody was like, come on now, God of apostle. <laughs> God of apostle Leonard. Come on now, God. You understand? This, I'm trying to make it be real for y'all. This is what he's saying. God of apostle Leonard. This is what he's saying, right? He said, I pray thee, send me good speed. Send me good speed. This doesn't have to take long. Listen, I want you to see how the man is praying. Remember what the title is, the cameras are coming, right? This doesn't have to take long. See, we're too accustomed to praying, having to wait months weeks and years. This doesn't have to take long. When you strategically place yourself at the well or the mouth of God to be strategically seen and, and that God can speak to you, right? This man is praying. He's a servant. He said, God of my master, Abraham, letting you know, I know what I know about this God from my master. But he, yet he has relationship, right? He's praying. He said, I pray thee, send me Godspeed this day and show kindness unto my master Abraham behold watch this behold now God take a look at this God look at what I'm praying about God I stand here you understand sometimes you got to tell God I know I, the scripture tells me that your eyes are in every place beholding the evil as well as good but God I'm standing right here at the well and see there are times you got to tell God exactly where you are See, it might not be your geographical location, but you might need to tell God where you are emotionally. God, I'm right here, God, dealing with a broken heart. God, I'm right here dealing with some doubt. I'm right here dealing with some fear, God. I'm a little iffy. I don't know if you're going to do what you said, God. I know that you can't lie, but God, I'm right here struggling. You got to come check on me, God. You understand what I'm saying? So he's, he's letting God know, listen, I'm right here by the well, right? He said, behold, I stand here by the well of water. And the daughters of men of the city come out to draw water. Now the daughters are getting ready to come, God. Remember, he said, God, give me good speed. 14, he says, and let it come to pass. 
See, that's a good praise, a good place right there to let God be praised. He say, and let it come to pass. That's a good place right there to let God be praised. God said, see, see, some of y'all are not bold enough to say God and let it come to pass. A service, somebody that's insignificant trying to show you how to pray. You might need to incorporate in your prayer and God, let it come to pass. That thing that I pray, God, let it come to pass, God. You know when I said, God, deliver my daddy, let it come to pass, God. When I said, break this spirit of addiction, God, let it come to pass, God. When I said, heal my body, God, let it come to pass, God. When I said, God, deliver me, God, let it come to pass, God. When I said, I need a financial breakthrough, God, let it come to pass. I want you to understand, he's still praying, he's still talking to God, he said, but look how he's talking. He's talking boldly and let it come to pass. I ain't got no time for doubt. Because he already said, give me good speed. It, it, this don't have to take long. I don't have time for doubt. He said, let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, let down thy pitcher, I pray thee that I may drink. And she shall say, drink. And I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac. And thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. What is he saying? The damsel that come, when I say, give me some water, when she actually gives me water, but she's not going to stop right there, guys. She's going to also attend to the camel, the common thing. Because see, many folk don't want to deal with the common thing. Right? You know what I'm talking about, right? If you ever find yourself as one of the common people, you know folk don't really want to deal with you. You don't look the part. <laughs> you understand, handsome people and beautiful people, they get stuff for free all the time. But you, you got to pay full price. Oh, you don't want to talk to me, but I'm going to talk to you. You understand what I'm saying? And all I'm simply saying, all I'm simply saying in a nice way, you one of them common folk. But listen, he say, listen, when this woman comes, don't just let her give me water, but let her deal with the common thing, the beast. Let her deal with the animal. Right? Watch this. Verses 12 through 14, he's praying. And when you look at scripture, he's still trying to pray. Do you remember what he prayed? Because as soon as we step into verse number 15, it says, and it came to pay. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all stop. I appreciate y'all golf claps, but hold on one second, right? Hold on one second, right? It says, listen, and it came to pay. Read this with me. And it came to pass. What? Come on. You got to say it with some authority. And it came to pass. What? Before he could finish his prayer, God answered him and manifested what he prayed about. See, I'm trying to live in that life. What I pray about before I can finish my prayer, God has already answered that thing. I'm seeing the manifestation of what God said. See, you talk about an encounter. What about the thing that you prayed for come walking, looking at you face to face? He's praying for a bride for Isaac before he can finish his prayer. Here comes Rebecca. Here comes the manifested prayer. The scriptures say, and it came to pass. Now he said in his prayer, and let it come to pass. And we get in the next verse. Guess what? It is coming to pass just like he prayed, boldly prayed. And the scriptures say before he could finish his prayer. I'm trying let God be praised. I I'm trying to stir your faith. Let God be praised. 
See, I'm, I'm trying to get you to believe that before, before you finish prayer, before you say in the name of Jesus, amen, it's going to happen. I'm trying to get your faith up. I'm trying to get you to understand, no, it don't have to take years. It doesn't have to take months. This happened in a matter of moments. Are you seeing what took place? This happened in a matter of moments. This was not days, minutes, hours, years. This man stood strategically by the well, prayed a prayer before he finished his prayer. Here comes Rebecca. It says, and it came to pass before he had done speaking that behold, Rebecca came out. Hmm. Rebecca came out who was born to Bethlehem, a son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her pitcher on her shoulder. Now, this is what you got to understand, right? When you're talking about Rebecca, something, and this is a prophetic word. I'm going to throw it out there and let you know this is one of the prophetic words that God gave me, right? Rebecca, she's an a, a image or a picture of the body of Christ. And we understand Rebecca was a beautiful, the scripture lets us know that she was fair, uh, right? In verse number 60, and the damsel was very, very fair. Fair means beautiful to look upon, right? Not only that, she said, a virgin. Neither had any man known her, and she went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. What is the prophetic word? She's a picture of the body of Christ, right? Now, as I was praying and looking at this here, this is what we understand. God said he's about to reveal the beauty of the body. See, y'all, when you think about all the scars that you have You understand? You had you got some stretch marks because you've been stretched to cover some things. And see, everybody, especially if you haven't had a child, you can't appreciate the stretch. I would never make my wife feel crazy about a stretch mark because she gave me my children. It's going to always be beautiful. I don't care how much weight she gave. I would never make her feel bad about giving me my babies. I've never said anything to her about her weight. Because what I understand, God had to allow her body to stretch to be, a, be able to accommodate not just the physical being, but who God has called my children to be here in the earth realm. She had to be able to stretch to actually carry prophets. Y'all, I'm trying to help somebody. And see, will you understand the beauty in that? where she submitted herself to the creation process of God to allow my body to be stretched all out of portion. And listen, they tell me after the first one, it don't just snap back that quick. She could have said no, but she was still willing to yield herself to bring about two more of my children. She submitted herself to the creation process of God to say, listen, it's not just about bringing a physical being in the earth realm, but this is the manifested presence of God. Stretch, because some of us you've been stretched, and you feel like, listen, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't reach no more. You feel like you've been pulled, pushed to, I can't take, I don't have nothing else to, I don't have nothing else to give. But you don't realize how the enemy causes you to focus on the fact that you feel you're being stretched and you're being pushed and you're being pulled. But rather than focus on the beauty of what's taking place. 
The beauty is I'm allowing you to be stretched and be pushed and be pulled to cover all the things that you're supposed to cover. Because if you ever got out of position, those things that you were covering are going to suffer because you are out of position. So see the beauty in the pain that you have got to go through. There's beauty in, like Tasha Cobb say, in my brokenness. The enemy has you focusing on the wrong thing. You just focus on the fact that I've been broken. But tell me, do you see the beauty in what you have gone through? Nah, I wasn't trying to go that way, but I'm saying God said he's going to reveal the beauty of the body. When I think about what Hang On or Church of Philadelphia has gone through, oh, there's beauty here. Oh, there's beauty. There's beauty in building lives and not building a name and not building a platform or not building a brand. There is beauty in building the life of an individual. There's, there's beauty in standing in love, fellowshipping in love. I'm talking about loving folk for real. Not just loving folk because you at church with them, but I'm talking about when y'all leave the church building, you still want to deal with them. You still want to talk to them. You still want to interact with them. You're concerned when you don't see them. You're concerned when you have not heard from them in, in, in three or four days. That's the beauty of it. He's going to reveal the beauty of the body when we enter into 2023. Trust what I say. So it says, and the servant ran to meet her, right? Because it says, okay, she came to fill her picture, and the servant ran to meet her. I like that. Ain't got too many men that's going to run. Oh, no, you'll see women take off and run in church. All the brothers, they, the brothers want to look around and watch everybody else run. You <laughs> You know how you know how we do. We got our hand in our pocket. And we, you want to watch everybody else run. I, I'm trying to figure out what you're watching while they're running. And now, now there are some of us that will run. There are some of us that will dance. There are some of us that will give God praise. But it says, and the servant ran to meet her and said, "Let me, I pray thee. Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher." Give me a little bit of water. This is a total stranger. I know some of y'all mama tell y'all, stranger danger. <laughs> uh, but listen, listen, this, this is an encounter. This is an opportunity. This is an, a face-to-face -face meeting. Because the camels are coming. You, you got to understand what's happening. Because some of y'all get caught up in a, I don't know you. You know, if, if he don't look a certain way, because you you know, y'all women quit with y'all y'all glance. You don't look this up. You don't already check this out from our feet all the way up. And you already said, okay, I looked at the shoe. He ain't about nothing. I, mm -mm, I'm, not, I'm, not about to, I'm not even about to waste my time on that right there. So, so you know, you know, you know, you know. And then we, as men, a lot of times we get confused when y'all be like, hey, we, we think that's an opportunity. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. She said, hey, she into your boy. No, she just... She was just being polite. She was just being polite. That's all. She was just being polite. You, you understand? She was just being polite. But then there were some men, you got to get like this servant. You got to run. You got to run, right? And in him running, he was saying, listen, can you give your boy a little bit of a drink? A little parts. Can you give your boy a little something? The quiz is thirst, right? And she said, drink. She said, drink, right? 
she she said drink sure you can drink you can have a little drink cool you out you, you, you can have that right and and, and and she hastened and let down her pitcher upon her hand and gave him drink like he was quick to run to her she was quick to give him drink you see that he was quick to run to her and she was quick to give him drink she didn't question well who are you I don't know you where you from okay okay you sure that ain't your girl over there You know how y'all, you know how we do, right? No, she was quick to give him drink. She was quick to entertain what he just said to her. It says, and when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also until they have done drinking. Do you see? This is still the manifestation of his prayer. He said, listen, when the woman comes, don't let her just give me drink, but let her give water to the camels also. And mind you, remember, the prayer manifested before he could stop praying. Before he can finish his prayer, his prayer came to pass. And he's, he's, how do I say this? He's walking in the manifestation of what God said. Have you ever been there where God has spoken something about your life, spoken something to you, and you actually move and walk in the thing that God has said? It is mind-blowing. It is so surreal to you. Like, okay, I know God is real. i give you an example. When God, when God told me that me and my wife would be married, and when it actually happened, I was just like, because if you knew what all we had to go through in order to get married, and then when we actually got married, you like, I know God is real. Can't nobody tell me God is not real. And when I look at how he's kept us for 19 years, we just celebrated 19 years on the 27th, I know God is real. That doesn't mean we haven't had any challenges, but we had a well-made-up mind to stay. We had a well-made-up mind to stay in spite of all the challenges. Let God be praised. I'm saying let God be praised because you just entered into 2023. You are the blessed God. He allows you to see a whole nother year. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Ooh, glory to the name of the Most High God. Hey, God, we bless your wonderful name, God. You're worthy of the glory, God. Yes, we do, God. We bless your name, God. We exalt you and extol you, God. Thank you. Come on, let God be praised. Come on, let God be praised. Let God be praised. Come on. Let the Lord God be praised. Come on, you ought to give him a praise. I'm telling you, now, now we can truly say, now unto him that is able to keep us. He kept you through all of 2022. Look at that. You don't even understand. You already been living a full minute inside of 2023. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. You don't know, you don't know what they've gone through. Come on, don't be judgmental. Come on, you ought to help them, bless God. You don't know what they've gone through. You don't know what 
their 2022 was like. You don't know what curveball their 2022 threw them. You don't know what failures they had to deal with in their 2023. You don't know what disappointments they had to deal with. You don't know how many rejections they had to deal with. You don't know how many no's they had to hear before they heard a yes. You don't understand what their 2022 was like. But oh, thanks be unto God, you made it to 2023. And let God be praised. All right, come on, y'all sit down, because I got a ways to go. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get this word. <laughs> you got to understand. I done studied for this thing. Oh, you got to get this word. Hmm. Right? said 19 and when she had done giving him drinks she said i would draw water but i can also until they have done drinking i'm gonna keep giving them waters these beasts now imagine the the, the gallons of waters that they they slurp up she didn't get irritated 10 camels one camel by herself probably drank 20 gallons of water her with her little bag on her shoulder She never got irritated. Okay, if that's not good enough, she never got tired. <laughs> Some of y'all would have gave up. Listen, if you had to go back five times, you would have, you know what? I can't get your own water. I can't keep doing it. Now, I gave enough water to the first camel. Nine more camels? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You'll start looking around for somebody to help, and when you don't see nobody to help, like, well, I can't do this. Okay, she, now watch this. She didn't get irritated. She didn't get tired. She didn't complain. See, some of y'all are smart. You don't, you, don't, you don't verbalize your complaint. But right here, you complain all day. All day. Patrick, like she can't pick up Kyle herself. She, she can pick up Kyle herself. She ain't that busy. How you know? This is what you assume. Y'all know we y'all know we do it. Am I? <laughs> Tell somebody the cameras are coming. God, thank God. God, daughter, thank God that somebody coming to get you from school when, you, when your mama can't get you. No, because I, I, I don't know what that's like. I don't know what that's like to, to have a car ride to come pick me up. <laughs> we got home on that yellow limo. And if I was not on time for that yellow limo, Pat and Charlie got you home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to understand, mom and them was working job, but they couldn't just leave the job and come get you. Oh, children don't understand how blessed they are. I'd be out here struggling in the car line in this heat, <laughs> trying not to fall asleep. I fell asleep one day, and, and they, they didn't have no, 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 no car line courtesy, no car line etiquette. They just rolled by. Nobody woke me up. Look at this, these foul devils. Let me just sleep. Just, just going to get in front of me. 
drive around me and get in front of me and take my place. Now, when I saw somebody, I found, found, I was like, hey, hey, Rover, one night, hey, bro, bro. They just let me sleep. You know how the teachers do, they ready to go home. She came down there all irritated and come just on my glass. I was like, what the hell about, what the world? I was like, Lord, you don't understand what happens throughout the course of my day. And this heat fanned me to sleep. I didn't want to go to sleep out here. I'm funny about that. I don't just go to sleep everywhere. You understand? But that heat fanned me to sleep. I'm just, so Jesus, you got to help me, man. And children don't understand how blessed they are they. I'm telling them, when I was young, mama couldn't just take our work and come pick you up. Oh, no. They call now, Daddy, I forgot my sweater. Can you bring my sweater? <laughs> you dropping everything to go take up a sweater. I wish we would have said it about mama. You, you, hey, you forgot it. You'll be gold. Hmm. I'm, I'm just saying, right? Listen, so she never got tired. She never complained. It says, and when she had done giving him, she gave the camel's drink, right? And she hastened and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again onto the world to draw water and drew for all his camels. She running back and forth. She's a bad somebody. Right? Do you see the beauty of this woman? This is a man wondering at her hell, his peace. Man, Wanda, okay. Is this the one? But I said, when she comes, let her give me water, but let her also give water to the camel. What it shows you is, uh, 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 because the servant will be included in the family, he understood what Isaac needed. Abraham never gave him, you know, a description of the woman. He said, just go get a woman from my kindred place. But somebody like a servant who will have interaction with Isaac understood what the boy needs and not what he wants. I wish I had help right there. See, you too busy worried about or trying to get what you want. But what you want is not what you need. What you want won't pray you through. Yeah, what you, what you want might break your back in real good. But what you want can get you a breakthrough. But y'all don't want to talk for real. You don't want to talk for real. We're in a whole brand new year. It's about what you need and not what you want. What, what do you need? Do you even know what you need? No, because most of y'all, most of y'all, most of y'all got this, this checkoff list. That checkoff list is pertaining to what you want. See, this my listen, you got a preface on what his skin color got to be, how light, how dark he got to be, you got how tall he got to be, uh, how, how, what kind of hair he got to have on his head, all this type of stuff. You got all these prefaces, right? And that's dealing with your want. But is it anywhere on your checklist, I need a man of God? Is it anywhere on your checklist, I need a woman of God? I need a man of prayer, a man that has a prayer for spirit, a woman that has a prayer for spirit. Is there anywhere on your checklist? I'm trying to press on through. I'm trying to press on. I'm just, I'm sad. 
He wondered about her, right? He said, but he held his peace to wit whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass as the camels had done drinking that the man took a golden earring. Now, this earring is not what you think right here. This earring is actually like a golden headband, solid gold headband. He, 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 he's overseeing all of his master's valuables. He said, I'm going to choose to give you what I think you should have. Okay. So he gives this earring and he gives up bracelets and things, right? He said, listen, and a half shekel of weight and two bracelets for hands of 10 shekels weight of gold. And she, you know, and said, whose daughter art thou? Tell me, I pray thee, is there room in thy father's house for us to lodge in? Now, who's your daddy? Who's your mama? Because when I understand who your daddy and your mama, I understand who you come from and what you come from. See, I ain't worried about when my wife get old because I saw what Mother Crawford looked like. So I got a good indication what she's going to look like. Oh, see, some of y'all don't pay attention to that. Because you don't understand when you marry the individual, you're marrying into the family. Whatever the family deals with, you just married into that. Can you deal with that? Can you handle that? See, you, you never paid attention to that because you were so awestruck by your boo. Oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. But you're not thinking about all the things that he's coming with. Or all the things that she's bringing to the table. Right? See, nowadays, you got to ask for what your credit looks like. Because he may be bringing 150. Oh, listen, we know some folk up in Charlotte who got, got, got over $200,000 debt for school. And not even, not even walking in they, what they went to school for. I said, this is a, this is a, I don't know what kind of devil that is. And if you don't know, this is, that's about to become your debt when you actually become one with them. Oh, you about to have, two, you went from having 50000 now you got 250000 because of who you just married. Y'all don't like, like you got to understand, man. L listen, right? He says, So, who, who, who's the other? I pray. This. And then he said, Is there room in that father's house for us to lodge? Is there room for us to lodge? This is the thing. He's not inquiring about, Is there room for me and the other men or the other servants with him? He's saying, Is there room for me and the campus? You see, how, you see how wild this is? He's asking, is there room for me in the camps? Now, on gate, we can, we can see that the people who are with him are going to be included in this, but he's really asking about the camels. Is there enough room for me in the camels? If you can't house me in the camels, then you don't qualify for the bride. And she's standing with her daddy. If, if your daddy can afford to house me and the camels, you don't qualify. But look at her response. And she said unto him, I am the daughter of Bethel, the son of Milcah, which she bare unto Nail. She said, moreover unto him, we both, we have both straw and provident enough room to lie. In other words, we got enough straw for them to eat, enough straw for them to lay on, we got enough food to feed them and for all your people. Done deal. What's next, bro? She, she, she's that confident. Like, yeah, we, we got that. What's your next request? Done. Got that. It's a bad somebody. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's a bad somebody. And the man bowed down his head in worship based off of her response. We got that. 
He said, you know what? I got the worship. God just did this thing. I got the worship. Because it didn't take long. And what I answered, you had the proper response. And because of the proper response, this is going to be my reaction or my response to your proper response, which is to bow down and where I got to worship him. And he said, blessed be the God of my master Abraham, who have not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth. I being in the way the Lord led me to this house of my master's brother. Let God be praised because God has not left me out here without my prayer being answered. And he did it quickly. Do you see him why this man bowed down? He said, what I prayed for, you answered it quickly. But matter of fact, before I could even finish my prayer, you answered it and you did exactly what I asked for. Let God be praised, he said. But, but, but check this out. While he's worshiping and talking to God, she said, you know what? This is an opportunity for me to go run home. And the damsel ran and told them her mother, the house, these things. And Rebecca had a brother. His name was Laban. And Laban ran out unto the man. So she went and told him, listen, I did all this, da 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 not, not her brother coming to see. Right? Again, here's another. And it came to pass. When he saw the earring and the bracelet upon his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rebecca, his sister, saying, thus spake, the man unto me that he came unto the man and behold, he stood by the camels at the well. He came to the strategic spot. Because something, something is happening at this spot. And you got to ask yourself, are you in the right place? Are you in the right position? And he said, come in, thou blessed of the Lord. Wherefore standest thou with thou? For I have prepared the house and the room for the camels. Because the camels are coming. He said, you come in, but bring your camels with you. Because we got enough room for your camels. Because he's seeing all the values that his sister's now adorning, her bracelets, the, the head, gold headband, all this stuff. Listen, we, we got room for the camels. Yes, we do. Bring the camels. Because he understood the camels were carrying the prosperity. The camels were carrying the valuable things. We have room for the camels. He said, listen. Um, and he said, come in, right? And, and, and 32. And the man came into the house and he ungirded his camels and gave straw and provender and for the camels and water to wash his feet and the men's feet that were with him. So now he's taking care of the man, the camels, as well as all the people with him. And he said, I am Abraham's servant. And the Lord have blessed my master great, and he's become great. And he have given him flocks and herds and silver and gold and men's servant and maid servant and camels. And as and Sarah, my master's wife, ever son to his master, when she was old, and unto him have he given all that he had. So everything that Abraham has, it now belongs to Isaac. But the servant is speaking on behalf of Abraham. He said, and my master made me swear, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites whose land I dwell in, but thou shalt go unto my father's house until my kindred and take a wife unto my son. And I said unto my master, Peradventure the woman will not follow me. And he said unto me, The Lord before whom I walk will send his angel with thee and prosper thy way, and thou shalt take a wife for my son of my kindred and of my father's house. Then shalt thou be clear from this oath when thou comest to my kindred, and if they give thee not, not, not thee one, thou shalt be clear from this oath. So if they, you don't come back with a daughter, you shall be clear of this oath. And, it, and I came this day unto the well. Well, denoting the mouth, right? And said, 
O Lord God of my master Abraham, if now thou do prosper my way, which I go, behold, I stand by the well, telling them how I came to the well, and I prayed and I talked to God, and he did everything I said. Pretty much is what he's saying, right? 44, he says, and she said unto me, a, a boat drink, right? As he's talking about, I said, well, if a woman come, she's not going to just give me water, but she's going to give me water and the camel's water, right? So he said, and she said, she said to me, both drink thou, and I will also draw for thy camels, let the same be the woman whom the Lord have appointed out for my master's son, whom the Lord have appointed. Whom the Lord have appointed. And before I had done speaking in my heart, Rebecca came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder. And she went down into the well and drew water. And I said unto her, let me drink, I pray thee. And she made haste and let down her pitcher from her shoulder and said, drink, and I will give thy camel's drink also. So I drink, and she made the camel's drink also. And I asked her, and said, whose daughter thou? And she said, the daughter of Bethlehem, they her sons, whom milk I bear unto him. And I put the earring upon her face and the bracelets upon her hands. And I bowed down my head and worshiped the Lord and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, which had led me in the right way to take my master's uh, brother's daughter unto his son. And now, if you would deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me that I may return to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethlehem answered and said, the thing proceeded from the Lord. We cannot speak until be bad or good. These are people who don't know the God of Abraham, but had enough keenness or enough sensitivity or enough discernment to say, oh, this is the Lord speaking. There's, what can we say? There's nothing we can say. If this is the Lord speaking, okay, then let it be. Behold, this is behold, Rebecca is before thee. Take her and go, right? Oh, and let her be thy master's son's wife, as the Lord has spoken. And as we come to our scripture, it says, and it came to pass, there it goes again. And it came to pass that when Abraham's servant heard their words, that he worshiped the Lord, bowed himself to the earth. They said, okay, if this is what God said, let it be. At their response, he begins to worship. You want to come up here? I'm getting to your part now. You let me know if you want to come up here. <laughs> and the servant brought forth jewels of silver and the jewels of gold and raiment and gave them to Rebecca. He gave also to her brother and to her mother precious things. He had enough to give to the brother, to Rebecca, to, to the mama, to the daddy. Just, here, here, here. He, he just went on Oprah. Gold bracelet for you. An earring for you. He just went Oprah on them. Because this is what the Lord has appointed, right? It says, and they did eat and drink, he and the men that were with him, and tarried all night, and they rose up in the morning. And he said, send me away unto my master. And her brother and her mother said, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let the damsel, let Rebecca abide with us a few days. At least 10 after that she shall go, right? And when they're saying 10, again, 10 is significant. They're not saying 10 days. This 10 is also, it's talking about either 10 months or 10 years. Because remember, she's a virgin. And in Eastern culture, you got to understand marriages were arranged. They have not set this up. They have not arranged for her to be married to Isaac. This is the Lord's doing. And so the mother's now saying, okay, hold up. She, she needs some time to prepare herself to be a proper bride, a proper wife. So listen, but this is what gets interesting, right? 
she said, and her brother, after they said, they said, let the damsel abide with us a few days, 30, uh, 50, 55, at least 10. After that, she shall go. 56. And he said unto them, hinder me not, seeing the Lord have prospered my way, send me away that I may go. Wait. I know you think that she needs to prepare. Could it be everything you need is already in you? Could it be that everything you need is already in the house? It wasn't that a word that sounded familiar? God was like, everything, you, everything we need is already in the house. And too many times we keep trying to go outside of what God says is already there. Because it doesn't fit your criteria. They don't act the way you think they're supposed to act. They don't sound how you think they should sound. They don't, they don't, they don't do it the way you think they're supposed to do it. But they're God's choice. Right? So he's saying, don't hinder me. And they said, 57. And they said, we will call the damsel and inquire to her mouth. You want to come up here? Okay, amen. My help is going to come on up here. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. There we go. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord. Y'all, this word been good, ain't it? Hallelujah. Tell somebody the camels are coming. Amen. The camels are coming. I, I, I'm going to jump in here. Amen. And do 57 and I'm going to do it through 60, 57 through 60. Amen. And here they said it. And they said, we will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. And, and I love this because now we begin to really get into it about Rebecca, because at this point, it's really not protocol. If we arrange your marriage, it's not protocol to say, do you want to be with this person? Why would they call her up? Come on, glory to God. It was something so special about Rebecca. Her family knew it. They all knew it. Come on. There was an honor about her life, y'all. They didn't have to call her to the forefront to say, will you do this? Amen. And I love it because the Lord is like, you know, uh, uh, it was just a respect. It was just an honor that came with this woman. Amen. She was out there laboring. She was out there, you know, at the well. She's going above and beyond. Like Pastor Lincoln said, I would have just gave him some, the, the servants some water. She out there saying, God, I give the camels some water. Come on, God used this woman. And, and what the Lord told me, he said, even when it's time, they said, Let, let's call her up and let's inquire of her mouth. Let's see what she going to say. So when it's your time and they call you up, we want to see what you're going to do. We're going to see what you're going to say. Come on, glory to God. Or you're going to be like Sarah and laugh, come on, at the promise and at the word of God. Or you're going to be mature enough. Come on, somebody say maturity. Come on. Because in this season, you got to be mature because you don't have time to mess it up. Come on, say this time, I'm going to get this thing right. Come on. Because when they call her forward, she had to get this thing right, y'all. She couldn't get up there and mess this up. Oh, y'all ain't trying to hear me because there's some things we messed up. I know we, we crying about, you know, 2022, but it's some things we didn't get right. But anybody with me saying, God, this time I'm going to get it right. Come on, because God is saying we don't have time for no more do-overs. Come on, glory to God. No more do-overs, God. I'm going to get this right. When they call you to the front, what, what are you really going to say? What are you going to do? Come on, hallelujah. Come on, say, God, I'm going to be mature. Come on, hallelujah. The Lord said, be, you got to govern yourself, my God. Hallelujah. According to the word, when the word comes, you got to govern yourself. Look at this woman. 
when Rebecca got up there, look at this. When they called the dancer and they acquired her mouth, they called Rebecca and said unto her, will thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. They asked her, they said, you want to go with this man? They ain't even make it sound like it's something you want to do. Come on, let's talk about the word of God. Because when the word comes, people make it seem like you really want to do the word of God? You really want to do what God said? Some of y'all sitting there, God, do I really want to do the word, what God said about my life? Do I really want to do that? Come on, y'all see how they presented this thing to her? They said, you going to go with this man? Not the man of God, none of that. Amen. Hallelujah, none of that. And so a lot of times, we, they wanted her to wait. They wanted her to wait. They were trying to set the stage for her to wait because they really didn't want to let her go at this moment. Remember, they had just asked him, they said, give us a little bit more time with her. Come on. Then they're going to try to say, well, you want to go with this man? Come on. They really didn't want to let her go. Come on. What are you fighting against that really don't want you to do this word? That don't want you to walk out the word of God. Come on. Don't want you to walk out the promise of God for your life. Come on. Hallelujah. I want you to stop looking at this thing the wrong way. Come on. Because if she would have looked at this and said, well, my mama don't, don't want me to do it. My brother really don't want me to do it. Come on. Glory. They thinking I ain't even ready. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They think I ain't even ready. They think I ain't called. They don't think I'm anointed. Come on. They don't think. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. She, she got to say, well, God, they don't think I'm mature enough. They don't think I got it. Come on. Tap somebody say, don't you worry about them people. Come on. The Lord told me, he said, you let people issues be yours. He said, you wrong. He said, their issues are their issues. Come on. Say, I ain't worried about the people. Amen. Come on. Glory to God. I'm going to let people's issue be their issues. Amen. That was their issues. Come on. What did Rebecca say? Rebecca standing. She said, I'll go. Come on. She got real bold with it. She said, I'll go. I don't even know this man. I'll go. The Lord that sent this word for me, I'm going to go. Come on, glory to God. Hallelujah. She got real confident about this thing. She said, you know what? She said, send me. Because what happened, y'all, the word was already there. What she did is she stood up in agreement with the word. At this moment, there became a connection between her faith and the word that was sent for her. And so some of you were sitting here tonight, and y'all, there's a word that's been sent for you. You know that God has sent a word for you. You know it when you was a little girl. You know you when it was a little boy. Come on. This ain't new to you. Amen. God keeps sending the word to you. 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 He keeps telling you it's your turn it's time to get up it's time to do it it's time to build it's time to run it's time to pray it's time to praise oh y'all want me to keep going it's time to preach it's time to live right it's time to live holy come on it's time to get your mind right it's time to forgive it's time to heal it's time oh hallelujah Glory to God. He keeps sending the word and sending the word. Come on. But this woman today, she stood up to her feet and she said, Lord, I'll go. Come on. Hallelujah. She came in agreement with the word. She said, Lord, I'll go. She let any fear not stop her. She said, I'll go. 
Come on, because I want to talk about that fear because I'm so sick of that devil. Amen. I'm so sick of that. Come on, glory to God. Because as we in 2023, we're not taking that fear with us. Come on, hallelujah. We're not taking anxiety with us. We're not taking depression with us. Come on, glory to God. We're not, come on, we're not taking that fear, scared as a scary cat. Come on, we're not taking that into 2023. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. Scared to go to sleep. Lord, if I am I gonna wake up my chest, my, my heart rate up. Oh Lord, I can't sleep. <laughs> am I am I gonna make it, Lord? Oh Lord, am I gonna come on, scared to go to sleep? <laughs> I don't know if I need to exercise. Oh, Lord, my heart rate up. Come on. You're scared to work out. You're scared to live right. Sc scared to eat healthy. Come on. I don't know about this. I don't know about that. I don't know if it's going to make my stomach hurt. I don't know. You're scared to do everything. You're scared to have a friend. You're scared to have a... I'm scared to get on the plane. I'm scared to go by myself. I'm scared. To... Somebody got to go with me. I thought you said, God, send me, I go. Somebody got to go with you. Why if God ain't send nobody else? Ooh, hallelujah. Come on, glory to God. This woman said, Lord, I'll go. Come on. It is time for your mind, your heart, your spirit, all of it to come in connection. Come on, hallelujah. Because some of you, your spirit, but baby, your mind and your heart is so far away. Come on, say, God, my mind, my heart, and my soul, God, and my spirit, we all come in connection, God, with the word of God. Somebody just stand to your feet and said, Lord, I'll go, my God. Lord, I'll go. Hallelujah. Lord, I'll go. And we, Pastor Lincoln said, we're the bride. Come on. The, the, the church is the bride of Christ. I was sitting in Starbucks line. I was. Amen. And the Lord said, don't judge me. Judge me. <laughs> and the Lord said, I'm going to present the church. That's what he just said. He said, it's going to be a presentation of the church. And I'm a walker like the bride. And I'm going to escort you down the aisle. I'm going to escort the bride. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm talking about the beauty. Come on. Hallelujah. 
But God began to say, but the bride, what they was looking for in Rachel, I mean, Rebecca, they was Pacific. They knew exactly what they were looking for. He said, but I need the church to be nurturing. I need them to be faithful. Come on. I need them to be loving. Come on. I don't want to mess it up, Jesus. Come on. Glory to God. He said, I want them to be gentle. Y'all ain't hearing me. Who want a bride that ain't gentle? Nobody want a bride that's rough. Her chest bout. <laughs> what? Did nobody want a bride that's rough? Come on. Hey, gentle. Oh, I might need to say that again, Lord. God, I think they had kind of hit the room a little. Woo, Lord, have mercy, God. Gentle. A bride. Nobody want a bride that's rough. Well, 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 DMA, come on, holler, holler at you, dog. We don't know. That was the roughest person I could think of. <laughs> the bride got to be gentle. The church got to be gentle. Because he can't walk the bride and she all rough and rolling her eyes and barking. And it happens. It happens. It happens. It sounds like barking. It ain't really barking his words, but it's like barking. Yeah, like barking. Amen. <laughs> but he can only walk the bride if she gentle. Say it one more time. Is she gentle? Come on, women of God. Come on. Come on, men of God. That ain't just, come on, the bride of Christ. Come on, man of God. The bride of Christ is what for the man and for the woman, right? That ain't just the woman. Come on, the men get all that. That's right, women of God. Be gentle. No, for the man of God, too. Hallelujah. I ain't your own boy. Stop talking to me all kind of crazy ways. Come on. Hallelujah. You be gentle, too. You'll be gentle too. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Because the Lord, he, he, he want to walk the bride. I'm going to say it again. Faithful. Faithful church. Hallelujah. Because who want a bride that's not faithful? Who marries somebody that's not faithful? Right? They're the community, you the community boyfriend. I, I don't want to marry you. Come on, you're the community girlfriend. Y'all looking real like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. God said, we got to be faithful. We got to be faithful to God. We got to be faithful. Come on, glory to God. All that in and out and, you know, you resigning every week? I'm going to get past my resignation. I got my resignation letter. It's already been signed. It's wrote. <laughs> Pass it. <laughs> 
I know how it is when people reside. They had to let the letter behind their back. You're like, how long you had that letter? I was... <laughs> Somebody say, you got to be faithful, Lord. You got to be faithful. Hallelujah. Love it. Gentle, forgiving, nurturing church. That's how God wants to walk us as a bride, escort us. Amen. So the Lord, they chose Rebecca and sent, they sent her away with her sister and her nurse and Abraham's servant and his men. They sent Rebecca not just by herself. They sent the nurse. So that I don't have to do this word. I don't have to live this thing out myself. Oh, hallelujah. Gotta send me help. Y'all playing with me like we don't need help. The Lord will send you help. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, Lakeland. Come on, Charlotte. Come on, Jersey. Come on, hallelujah. The Lord sent her help. I'm not just going to send you out, Rebecca. I'm going to send you with a nurse. Come on, hallelujah. When you stand up and say, I go, I know it took a lot for you, Rebecca. I know this take a lot for you to say, I'm going to go. Come on, keep on going. Come on. Come on, hallelujah. I know it take a lot for you to stand to your feet and say, I'm going to keep on going anyway. Hallelujah. I'm going to go. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know who this man is. I don't know what the world going on. But God, I'm going to go anyway. Hallelujah. And I'm going to keep on going. Come on, somebody say, and I'm going to keep on going. Hallelujah. He said, I know it take a lot for you to Rebecca. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to send you a nurse. I'm going to send you somebody to help you. Come on, hallelujah. Uh, when you got to get through and when it's a little rough, come on, hallelujah. Somebody just give God praise right there. God, we thank you for the help. We thank you, God, hallelujah, for sending people to assist us, hallelujah, to stand by us. Come on, hallelujah. Glory to God to support us. We thank you, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And they blessed Rebecca and said unto her, Thou art our sister, but be thou the mother of thousands of millions. They didn't even believe it. They didn't even want it. They, didn't, they had to turn around because she said, I'll do it. Because of her agreement. It was because of her boldness. It was because of her confidence. It was because she said, God, I'll do this thing. Her own family had to turn around and bless her. My God. They had to turn, her family had to turn around and bless her. The same one you might have looked over, like Pastor Lincoln was talking about, they didn't even have no husband lined up for her. Well, y'all had no husband for Rebecca. Should have already had me a husband. Y'all got me out there working. Y'all got me at the at, at the well, you know, with pictures and all this heavy stuff. Y'all got me out here laboring, looking all over me like I don't want to be loved. Oh, y'all ain't trying to hear me. Looking all over me like I don't need protected. Looking all over me. Come on, glory. Come on, hallelujah. Done looked over me all my life. Y'all been sending me out there. Y'all been not protecting me. Come on, glory God. Hallelujah. Why y'all ain't 
ain't protecting Rebecca. Looked all over, but they still had to come back and bless her. They say, you're going to be blessed. Come on, they done tapped into the soul spirit. They done tapped into the spirit. They say, you're going to be, so you'll be mothers of thousands of millions. And they said, and let that seed possess the gate of those which hate them. Your seeds even going to have the gates of those that going to hate your children. They're going to hate what you do. Come on, Rebecca. They're going to hate what they're going to hate what you produce. Come on, glory God. And don't you even be moved by that. Because what she was about to do, what you are about to do in this season right here, it's about to affect your children and generation to come. Come on, I'm going to say that again. What you do and do not do this year, come on, it's going to directly affect your children for generations to come. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'll go. Come on, Pastor. Let me back to finish. Amen. Amen. Listen, I like the point she made around about verse number 57. She talked about how, you know, and they said, you know, we're sending her, her and all of this stuff. But before I get there, we're going to drop this nigga for your interpreter teacher. This is specifically for your interpreting teacher. 55 said, and her brother and her mother said, let the damsel of the Bible, let's be that. No, that ain't where I want to go. What verse you was on? You, you came in on 60. Oh, no wonder. My, my, my stuff not where it's supposed to be. 57. Okay, 57. They said, we will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. Here go your nigga for your teacher, your interpreting teacher. All the folk that are always trying to take the power away from the women. Look what her family said. Listen, we want to hear what the woman got to say. Everybody that's always trying to silence the woman, especially in the Eastern culture, the woman, her voice was always constantly being taken. But the mom and the brother said, no, whatever the daughter says. Now, the mother could have spoken on her behalf. The father definitely could have spoken. Her, but what does Rebecca have to say? This for all the folk who are always trying to interpret Paul, let the women be silent in the church. We see an opportunity right here. What does the woman got to say? She said, I will go. She said it with boldness. I will go. So you get that little nugget to your interpreting teacher right there. They'll go a nugget right there for her to let her see women talk, women speak, right? And we, if, if she want to go a little deeper, tell her we can go a little deeper. That's just a little nugget to give us something to think about. But for all the folk who deal with the church hurt, oh, let's, let's make, what, what is it, right? Now we're dropping down to 59. I ain't trying to preach over what she spoke, but this, this was stuff that came up when we was discussing this stuff, right? 59, right? For all the folk who deal with the church hurt, I wish I could come right back there to the camera and look dead in your face, right? Look what God said, listen. And they sent away Rebecca, their sister, and her nurse 
So for all the folk who got the church hurt, you hurt because you want to be. Thank you for bringing the energy back in the room. Yeah, you you hurt because you want to be. You ain't got to be hurt. You hurt because you want to be. Now we're not saying that hurt doesn't happen in the church, uh, but listen, there was a remedy for the hurt. There was a nurse. They sent Rebecca away with her nurse, just in case she get hurt along the journey. She got a caretaker to patch her up to deal with all the wounds and all the bleeding. She got somebody to bandage her up and put her back together and get to her destination. Now, you got to understand, because we got some for the folk who hurt in the church too. You broken that loan because you want to remain broken. 2023, we can't listen to that story no more. We can't hear about what, what you know what I'm saying? Because you're choosing to abide in that place. And what you see about Rebecca, Rebecca said, listen, I will go. I'm not going to stay in this place right here. Denoting what she spoke about maturity. Once you look at her mother-in-law, Sarah, listen, she's coming up out of the same family. And before Isaac comes on the scene with Mary and Rebecca, remember, Abraham was lying to my, this my sister. Isaac repeats the same thing. And even when Sarah has proposed with the promise, do you believe at this time next year you're going to have a child? She showed her immaturity. <laughs> uh, I'm too old. But when this woman is giving with the proposal pertaining to purpose and destiny, she does not respond immaturely. She says, I will go. Because she understood purpose was upon her. This is the appointed time, so I will go. So in 2023, tell somebody to grow up. Yeah, in 2023, tell them, you got to be mature. You got to be mature. We can't, we can't keep talking about that stuff. Just, just be healed. Just move on. Come on, do something different. Be better and stop being bitter is all we're saying. Thank you for bringing the energy back in the room because I felt like I was losing it. You understand? So, so 61, we get up out of y'all way. And Rebecca rose, her and her damsel, and they rode upon the camels and followed them, the man and the servant, and took away Rebecca, right? This is what you got to understand. One thing that happened with Rebecca, and one thing that happened with the servant. When you think about the camels in the Hebraic word picture, the Hebraic word picture tells us it means this right here, to go beyond the destination, right, and receive the benefits. So when you're talking about a camel, we told you that they're load-carrying animals, domestic animals trained to carry burdensome or heavy loads. But listen, when you go past the destination, in other words, when you come to the end of yourself, <laughs> they don't want to hear that right there. When you come to the end of yourself, when you come to that destination right there, when you get tired of dealing with you, when you say enough is enough, you say, you know what? Enough of me making excuses. Enough of me lying to God saying, God, I'm going to change. God, I'm going to be better. God, I'm going to do it this time. God, when you come to the end of being you, then you can receive the benefit. That's the destination right there. God trying to get you to get tired of being you. The raggedy you is what I'm talking about. The rebellious you is what I'm talking about. You, you the disobedient you, you, you the perverted, you the nasty you. He's trying to get you to be the holy individual. Doesn't matter, the camels are coming. The camels are coming, right? 
So understand what it's talking about. When they go beyond the destination, they receive the benefit, the promise, or the manifestation. When she went beyond the expectations of her culture and arranged marriage, I'm going to bypass an arranged marriage, what my family is going to give me, but I'm going to go to the arranged marriage that God has prepared for me. She's now receiving the benefit. It's going to make sense, right? It says an Isaac came, right? When 62, and Isaac came from the way of the world, the high Leroy, right? For he dwelt in the south country, right? He, he dwelt in the south country, right? Listen, when you think about this word, uh, right? It is talking about what's defined as the will of the living one seeing me. Remember, we said he strategically placed himself at this well, talking about the servant. Now, look at Isaac. Where is Isaac coming from? From a well. Tell somebody, listen, we know God th does things in the dark, but God also does things at the well. You, you, you missed that one. See, whenever God does something, it begins in darkness. Right. Plant a seed is, is under the earth in darkness. But in order for it to come up, it got to break through. It got to it got to wrestle to break through the soil in order to get to the sunlight. But God also does things at the well. Ch choose your place. Do you want to be in the dark place and have to struggle to break through all of that stuff? Or do you just want to go to the go to the well? Let me go to the mouth of this thing. And when you think about mouth, right? Think of mouth like this. Look at it like this here. You all the time hear terms like this here, the mouth of the river. Right? Talking about the source of something, the beginning, the entrance, the opening of something. No, place me at the entrance. Place me at the source. Everything I don't want to have to go through, God, where it has to come through the darkness. No, God, just, just put me by the well. Put me by the well, right? Tell somebody the camels are coming. It says, and Isaac went out to meditate in the field. And see, that's one thing that the people of God don't do. From the Hebraic perspective or understanding of meditation, right? The Western mind interprets meditation as this, right? Let me just think about it. Let me just think about it. And I can't think about it and think about it some more. No, the Hebraic concept or understanding the meditation is you're thinking about it, but what you're thinking about, you're saying at the same time. So if I'm meditating on God, on Jesus per se, if I'm thinking about Jesus, I'm going to be saying, oh, Jesus, what a wonderful God. Jesus, what a wonderful Savior. But that is me meditating. I'm thinking about him, but I'm also speaking about what I'm thinking about. I'm breathing life to the thing that I'm thinking about. Right. So you have got to come to the place where you change how you meditate. Right. And some of y'all just need to meditate. And I'm not talking about that strange meditation. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not talking about you go do no downward dog and no, 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 no side leg lizard. None of that stuff. I don't know all the positions. I'm just saying I'm not talking about all that demonic stuff. You understand what I'm saying? There is something simply called focused meditation where you fix yourself, fix on a, on a focal point and you just meditate. Right. And I'm saying, OK, you can think. Look at the Bible. Get your scripture and just read that joint. Just keep reading it. Mm, and, and in the beginning, God, in the beginning, God, focus and meditate on that. Right. When you understand that the actual uh, 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 properties or the different benefits that come by way of meditation. Right. I just recently started to get God told me to get back to meditate. So I used to do this before I got saved. I used to sit in my room and, 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 and watch incense, the smoke, <laughs> listening to Bob Marley. Watching the smoke just come off the incense candle. Did not know until God told me later on. He said the enemy was teaching you how to move in the realm of the spirit through meditation. I found that as I got older, a couple years ago, I found that there's something called candle working in when you work in witchcraft. Oh, yeah. 
took a call candle working where they're watching the flame and watching the smoke that comes up off the fire. The enemy was teaching me this and I had no understanding of what I was being taught. Right. But God told me to get back to meditating, meaning think on those things, the things like the Bible tells you, those things that are pure, lovely, righteous, all things like that. Get back to biblical meditation. So as I started just meditating, I just started focusing on my breathing. Do you understand just doing things like that, the, the, the benefits that your physical body responds to? Like you'll start feeling stress, leave your physical body. I'm 44, right? I had started. By the time I come from upstairs, downstairs, I don't know what I was coming downstairs for. I would have to point like this and spin in a circle open that. Whenever my hand hit, I remember what I came down here for. I said, it would scare me. Started meditating. It's like, yeah, it's like I, 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 I'm back focused on what I need to do. So some of y'all need to get back to meditating or start meditating, but do it in a healthy manner. Right. So that's what Isaac was out there doing. Tell somebody the cameras are coming. So he said, listen, and at even time, and he lifted up his eyes and he saw and behold, the camels were coming. Why is this significant? Because we told you this year, this is break year 5783 or the year 2023. It, it, it means the camels of the mouth, right? And what we're saying is we're seeing the manifestations. I'm, this is the prophet of word if you didn't know. We're seeing the manifestations of God's word. We're going to see the manifestations of God's word take place in 2023, right? Because we say even as the servant was praying, before he finished praying, his prayer was answered before he can finish his prayer. And we see Rebecca was in physical, literal manifestation of the prayer that he prayed, right? And who is now riding upon the camels? Rebecca and her nurse and all the servants. So the camels were coming, part of the property word, with provision. She's part of the provision that God is sending, right? Because he needed a wife. And so she's answering that call of being part of the provision of God. Because we see God is allowing her to come and now fulfill a need that Isaac needed, which was a wife. So not only that, you got to understand how this woman's life just changed at the onset, just changed dramatically because she said, I will go. She's walking into, she's just walking into handed prosperity. She's just walking into handed wealth. She's just walking into, you got to understand a promise that God has made, not just, and look at what her families don't even understand. They are now just spoken into agreement with what God is already saying. You are going to be the mother of thousands of millions. And then there's something key. She said, she said, let you be at the gate that they hate. A gate denotes opening, entrance. She's accustomed to being at the entrance of something because she, she dwells at the well. Listen, I'm, there's another nugget for, for your woman. Listen, because she's accustomed to dwelling at the well or accustomed to dwelling at the mouth, they're going to hate you as a woman because of what you got to say. They ain't going to be able to put up with what you got to say because you are accustomed to dwelling at the mouth where God speaks. You have God's mouthpiece to your ear. They're going to hate you for what you got to say because you are a woman. Her family is prophesying because you are at the gate. Let them hate you for having the entrance or the opening. Let them so know you're going to be hated for the mere fact that as a woman because of what you got to say. I'm trying to encourage y'all women. They're going to hate you for what you got to say. But remember the scripture that they hated Christ. So I'm trying to tell you the camels are bringing provision. The camels are bringing 
manifestation. The camels are bringing an answered prayer. So when we say the camels are coming, even look at it like this, the camels are also representation of words that have been spoken. Words that God has spoken that some of you might have forgotten about. 2023, the words are going to come in the form of a manifestation. I'm talking about words that you have forgot. But when this word come walking and looking at you face to face, when this word come and encounter you, and I'm not saying all the words are going to be literal people. I'm talking about when the opportunity of the job, when the opportunity of going back to school, when the man presents himself, when the woman presents himself, you are going to remember this is what the Lord said about my life. 2023 will be a year of manifested words that God has spoken. You mark my words. So what I'm telling you, don't be afraid to pray about something and don't be afraid to say, God, do it quickly. And don't be afraid to say, God, let it come to pass, because 2023 will be a year that you will see manifestations of things that you have prayed. And it's not going to take long. And this is the thing, though. Will you get bold like Rebecca, how she rose up? Because, listen, it's not about what everybody's trying to say. It's not about what they think about me. It's not what the culture try to define me as. It's about I understand purpose is on my doorstep and I will answer the call of purpose. So tell somebody, the camels are coming. Remember, the camels were carrying the loaves of the valuables. Don't count it a strange thing. I'm telling you, don't count it a strange thing. When increase come in your life, y'all know we not people who prophesy about money. Y'all, that, that ain't even how we flow. But I'm telling you, understand what the camels were carrying. They were carrying the manifestation of what God spoke, that being Rebecca. But they left carrying the valuables and they're returning carrying the valuables. Don't count it as a strange thing when God start prospering you in this year. But make no mistake about it, you won't walk in the prosperity if you don't have that assurance that I will go. Because see, people sit on the world like they think, okay, oh, he about to, no, he ain't about to bless you if you're not of mind, if you're not of mind to say, I will go. Because you have to understand what is happening. She's leaving everything that is familiar to her to go to a strange land. Now marry a strange man, come under the neath a strange religion. But none of that stopped. She said, I will go. And because of that, in her saying, I will go, God is sending her as provision. You got to understand, he, 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 the Bible tells us what the wife, she's what? To help me. God understood this boy need help. His mama, about to, his mama getting ready to get up out of here. His daddy getting ready. He is going to need help. And when you get down to the end of the scripture, when, when Sarah's about on her way up out of here, they talked about how that boy was so pleased because this woman. You don't understand the power of a woman. Oh, I'm trying to minister to, to some of y'all women. You don't understand. Some of y'all don't understand the power and the value of who you are. God used a woman to change this man's whole situation. The provision came by the means of a woman. 
about to lose my daddy, about to lose my mama. Where am I going to be comforted at? Now, he know the same God that his daddy know, but God said, listen, your comfort is going to come in by way of Rebecca. Whose name means ensnarer, but you got to understand he was captured by her beauty. He was captured by her beauty, and God understood that. You need something beautiful right now. Because right now, you about to lose your mama, you about to lose your daddy. Things look real Things look real ugly for you right now. Do you know what I'm talking about? You have some things that look real, real ugly. Like all you've been dealing with is ugly throughout 2023. But you got to understand God is about to send something beautiful your way. And I appreciate the beauty that God is about to let come my way. Oh, oh yes, I appreciate the beauty that God is about to send my way. The beautiful provision. The beauty and the value, the beauty and the valuables, the beauty and the healing, the beauty and the process, the beauty and the deliverance, the beauty and the healing, the beauty and the maturity, the beauty in giving the word of the woman, the beauty that God is about to let come our way, the beauty in seeing the manifestation of the prayer talk quickly. The beauty of not having to wait years, but God is going to do it quickly. The beauty is seeing God answer my prayer before I can even finish my prayer. The beauty in knowing that God hears me. The beauty. I tell you, I'm encouraged because the camels are coming. Provision. Prosperity is coming. Healing is coming. Deliverance is coming. Peace is coming. This in 2022. Was, it was a bunch of confusion for a lot of y'all. But that's beautiful right there. Woo. Oh, the manifestation of God's word coming quickly. That's beautiful right there. Somebody's getting set free. That's beautiful right there. I'll tell somebody the camels are coming. They coming. The camels are coming. Oh, yeah. Think about the business, the, pros the prosperity from the business, the provision for the business. The camels are coming. Thanks for tuning in, and please make sure to visit us at churchatphila.com for more podcasts and ways to connect with us on social, to like, subscribe, follow, and share content as it comes along. Special thanks to those who give in so many ways to this ministry. We could not do any of this without you. And if you want to give or be a part, visit churchatphila.com forward slash give for more information. Thanks so much for listening. God bless.